Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Thursday, July 2nd, 2020. And boys, are you guys ready? The, the big weekend's coming up, 4th of July. You got your plans? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite holiday, yeah. Will. It's better than Christmas, Thanksgiving, President's Day. Oh, wow. it's, the, it's easily the best holiday. The creme de la creme. It, it, for me. For me. For a guy that likes sun and explosions, cold ones, you really can't yeah, beat true. it. Well, we're good. going. We're going somewhere, right, Pat? Yeah, Mark and I. We have our annual. This is our semi. This is our second year. Our annual Fourth of July trip together. We like to go into the hill country. I think we're gonna have some wine this time. We're going to wine country, Mark and I. It's gonna be real nice. That's right. That, oh wow, wine country. Nice romantic the, vacation for. Yeah, two. we might set up an Instagram yeah. account just for it. So keep, for keep sure, your eyes peeled. There's a there's a jacuzzi. There's vineyards. Yeah. It's going to be there's a backyard with a grill. You guys going to get yes. some massages? Going to go to a spa? Yeah, I, I might. Well, I might massage Mark. I don't know if he'll return. Ooh. I have CBD oil. How's your back hair right now? For massage. Not great. Uh, my wife, actually, who will be joining us, is uh, she's going to shave my back today. Okay. Well, if she can't, you know that I'm yeah. always, I, you can always pinch <laughs> That's true. Out. I appreciate that. What about Very you, Will? Nice. What, are you, what are you doing? Uh, yep. Still on Corona lockdown. So not very, for, pretty, uh, uh, you know, anticlimactic for the 4th of July when everything's about community and loving your fellow Americans. But I, I like the plan uh, that you told me off air. I'm kind of stoked on your plan. It sounds good to me. Oh, Talk yeah. About- I mean, I'm going to do like 4th of July at home, you know, dogs, fancy drinks, whatever else. But uh, that's, you know, you treat yourself at home, though, Will. That's that's the what spoiler, I like. Spoiler alert. We'll talk about our favorite 4th of July stuff on tomorrow's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow's, but on- tomorrow's podcast is going to be. Gonna be just nice. Yeah, it'll be just just fine. Uh, But today we've got all the top stories uh, coming at you for Thursday. And Mark, get us going with those. All right, guys. Well, let's just start off the show with an update on the two presidential candidates. The current sitting president, Donald Trump, and the presumptive Democratic candidate, Joe Biden. What have those spry young men been up to this week, right? Mm, Right? Yeah, probably uh, not being scared of coronavirus because they're so unlikely to be affected by it because they're so young and spry i like how neither jack, one jack of them be nimble jack be quick neither one of them will get tested for coronavirus no no trump gets tested every day Does yeah, Biden has both? never got oh, Biden has did. never gotten tested what is that which was that? the weirdest thing ever in his speech biden was like yeah. no i don't but everyone around me he's like i want everybody else in america to be tested yesterday but me i don't need a test he's just that flexing no his sense. king shit that's king shit right there no it's just that that's, made no sense that was poorly planned which that they, is not a, that is not good both both Biden yeah. and Trump have a little bit of do as I say, not as I do type. Right. Type the characters. masks yeah. and the testing, but they both have it in reverse. It's weird. It's yeah. like Trump gets tested every day, but won't wear a mask. 
Biden will wear a mask but refuses to get tested, even though he wants everybody to get tested. It's insane. Yeah, if but you th- could just think of- mold them together, you'd have one semi okay <laughs> old man. Yeah, that's true. Instead of, <laughs> I would you? Of, I think it would make for a worse candidate. I don't know. Um, but let's start with Trump. Uh, was he briefed or not on the Russian bounties on American soldiers' heads in Afghanistan, right? The big thing, was he or not? So Trump said he wasn't, uh, which is corroborated, has been corroborated by National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien, who said the CIA advisor who is responsible for giving Trump his uh, presidential daily briefs or PDBs did not choose to tell him about the Russian uh, bounties because they weren't 100% sure of the accuracy of the intelligence. So they decided to uh, apparently, uh, this is a theme where they err on the side of caution and not say bad news about Russia to Trump in that administration is, is, is the rumor. Like unless huh. you have concrete evidence that Russia's doing something, don't waste your time telling Trump that Russia's fucking around. Um, but hey, O'Brien says the CIA advisor didn't tell him. Trump says the CIA advisor didn't tell him. He's now been briefed but that he wasn't briefed at the time. So, Not until uh, the New York Times uh, put out their article to tell to tell everybody about it. Right, yeah, because right. someone asked Biden in the uh, during his speech, right, and then Biden went after Trump saying, well, you got to read your PBDs. It's a dereliction of duty if you don't. But it- Correct. Correct. Yeah, well, so- the VP only reads the PBDs, to be fair. I mean, like, what else does the VP do besides masturbate in his he, office? He did, he did yeah. say he read those PDBs for eight years yeah, straight. He yeah. read, I read them twice uh, a day, actually. Short yeah. day. I read them three times a day. I had plenty of time. Short so, day for yeah, those guys. Um, <laughs> um, well, what happened is, yeah, it's now, but now a lot of people are saying he totally should have been briefed on that, and they don't you know, believe it. It's a he said, she said. It's really a he said he didn't versus, um, you know, she said he's bullshitting us. Or a press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, versus the New York Times, as well mentioned. Uh, she came out Trump defending Trump this week and said that Trump does, in fact, read when defending the president. <laughs> that was a great quote. Yeah, because she's defending the president when, when they asked why he didn't read the daily briefings like his past seven predecessors have. Instead, he opts for oral briefings. He's an audio books he's guy. He's a books on tape guy. Yeah, he's you a telling books me on w, tape guy. You tell me W read every PDB? Uh, well, his administration oh. at least said he did. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the news was. I'm sure Obama did. read every single word of every single one. I mean, look, yeah, we all none know. Of, none so of did these Clinton. None so of did these Clinton. Get, yeah, yeah, and uh, I think they all take it orally. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. when you're, we all know when you're at work and there's, you know, in your day job, or whatever, and you have like a daily email. You know, two weeks, three weeks in, you're like, ah, I don't want to read this anymore. But it's pretty important. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean it is. Treat it like there's a memo. A lot of important stuff. Accounting. They're daily briefs. I got the gist. So Biden, like like uh, Pat said, said that whether or not Trump was briefed, he's derelict of his duties, uh, that he should have been briefed. And if he was briefed, he's unfit to be president. Um, That was one of the least confusing parts of the Biden speech from this from this week, which I'll get to a little (laughs) later. Uh, Last thing for Trump on Wednesday, he called New York City's decision to paint Black Lives Matter on Fifth Avenue right outside the Trump Tower. A symbol of hate is what he called the Black Lives Matter. Weird uh, choice of words there for uh, the times, huh? Come on. Yeah, he, he didn't really use symbol of hate for other things like in Charlottesville or any of that stuff. But hey, he, you know what happened here? Do you know what happened here? They painted they painted uh, Black Lives Matter in huge font leading up to the White House, and that really pissed him off. And okay, now they're yeah, going they did Trump Tower. and in New and York. now okay. in Trump Tower, and now he's like, okay, that's it. Now well, I and they say keep something. renaming yeah. the streets Black Lives Matter Plaza just to piss him off, too. But like, I mean, yeah, just they got, take your they got the reaction. They got the reaction they wanted out of him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. a, very, a very busy Kaylee, uh, pre- the press secretary, said what the president was was noting in that symbol when you look at some of the things they have that have been chanted by Black Lives Matter is things like pigs in a blanket, 
fry them like bacon. That's not an acceptable phrase to paint on our streets. Uh, and then she added, the president thinks all black lives matter uh, uh, all, oh, she added it all oh, before, a couple all boxes before. Level. you know yeah. what kaylee's really she's been grinding my gears but i will say what a delight she would be to have in an argument with your partner or your girlfriend or your wife right like kaylee, kaylee arguing on your behalf you wouldn't lose because she figures out a way to she's spin zone city she's 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 amazing she's an amazing press secretary she's already done trump is the antifa president now yeah. she has mer- morphed all lives oh, matter and black, black lives matter. She added it all is, to it. Yeah. You know what she's, she's like? Said. She's, she's, she's like, innovating the game of press yeah. secretary. You know, like sometimes you uh, maybe you'll be on the street <laughs> and like a like a, a crazy looking homeless guy takes issue with you. And he but he's so fucking crazy. You're like, no way I'm touching that. He's so intense. That's what Kaylee's like. She comes out so intense that you're just like, whoa, OK. All right. She well, she's does. prepared too. it's she's in the prepared. eyes. Yeah, she's very prepared. she'd be like a she'd be like a, cor- a corner preacher where she has the 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 memorized scripture. Like ready she's, to go. She's good. Rudy Giuliani got in on the action saying Black Lives Matter is a Marxist organization. So great job there, Rudy, who, who decided to get the mix. Now go ahead and head back to your scotch, buddy. Uh, oh, no. Scotch, scotch would kill him. The police. Yeah. What mean? are you doing? I don't I don't know. I don't huh. know. He, he just had to. He, he hasn't been in the in the media recently. So he had to shout something about Black Toss Lives it Matter. in there. Yeah. Back to Biden. Biden gave a live speech this week as everyone on his campaign staff tried to not overdose on Xanax. Uh, that's that's got to be one of the more stressful moments in your life. Uh, a campaign leadership role for Biden in 2020 on speech day. That's a tough day. Oh, we saw a preview of it when he did the Breakfast Club interview and whoever was his, his press secretary kept trying to get him off the interview. But you could hear the concern in the guy's yeah. voice. We, hey, we uh, you know, we're really out of time. We really got to get it. Well, this speech ended the exact same way. Do you think they I mean, I haven't I should know this, but do you think they only hire bald people because they're going to lose their hair if they're like if they're on the Biden? You know, I mean, they're all campaign. they only hire people that last a week because nobody can get him off stage when he starts rambling. Yeah, yeah. he needs a hook. He's got you got to get that yeah. guy a hook. They need a literal Apollo hook to get him off the stage. Well, guess what, guys? He stumbled a lot in his speech. And then after he stumbled through his speech, he took several softball questions from the media before apologizing oh, oh, for leaving. Oh. The, meet, the the question round is my favorite part. Let's yeah. open it up to questions. Wait, maybe Mike C from MSBC is yeah. here. Like yeah, it was, was so about? scripted. Was scripted. It was so scripted. Because then the journalist like, was like, act. "The journalist like, yeah. oh, I guess that'll work." Like the journalist right. was no, taking no, no. it back. Pat, they were they were. It was scripted, one hundred percent scripted, and they were trying to act like it was totally not scripted. It yeah, was so it's, weird. It's like Biden a magic. Is, it's like a magic show. He's like, I'll just pick someone randomly out of the crowd. Right. But like, he was too like <laughs> un- out of it and too not aware. He couldn't. He couldn't run it. He couldn't convince people that it wasn't scripted. I will say though, the last question before he walked off stage i did appreciate where the guy was like hey joe you've been tested for cognitive decline and he's like i tested all the time bye i'll do a cognitive off yeah yeah that was the answer i can't wait to cognitive myself versus donald trump's cognitive that's why we're we're declaring they should have a academic uh academia decathlon which would be incredible but i feel like one of the questions for biden on these speech days should be do you remember what the last question asked you before this was Ooh, do you really that want to kill the man on national television? Stumper. Yeah, well, you want to I mean, see his I head explode? I'd like to know if he remembered <laughs> it. Uh, apparently, he will be doing the rest of his campaign remotely due to COVID. Yep. So back to not the basement. Even, not forever. even going to go out of the bunker. Just back uh, to the basement forever. For it's him. a perfect did... storm of shit. What? Yeah, it's not great, right? The two candidates. Yeah. Uh, so it's back to the basement forever for him. He did say he would participate in, I guess, three presidential debates. Is what I heard. Which All please, three. please, God, make that happen. Um, But we'll have to wait and see on that. And that is the uh, update for the candidates.
Thanks, Mark. Wow. All right, guys, so Hong Kong is pretty much over, unfortunately. Uh, late Tuesday night, the Chinese government passed a new national security law that more or less bitches Hong Kong into being Chinese's or China's permanent living girlfriend again. Uh, it's a slow step, but it is a step towards that happening because they chose July 1st because it was a triple anniversary of terrible shit for July 1st to pass this bill, uh, namely the uh, formation of the Communist Chinese Party, the handover of Hong Kong from Britain to China in 1997, and uh, a break in the city's legislature by pro-democracy act- activists in 2019. So turn in the turn wow, in the, uh, July the knife first there. big day, yeah, big know, day guys. for fascism or communism in this case, I big guess. day. Yeah, and for those of you guys who, who suffered from an undiagnosed attention deficit disorder in high school, like I did, Hong Kong is a special administrative region of China with its own supposedly independent government. That's what the protests have been about as of late, guys. The law uh, specifically, right, but 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 that's how they've been. Um, until what, since, July first, but there was always there was always a there was always like a deadline at that. It wasn't a forever thing, right? But they were handed lease. back over. It was a lease, exactly. Yeah. So July first, Willie, is the start of a slippery slope. That's what's going on with this law. And guys, the law calls out specifically acts of secession, subversion uh, of state power, terrorist activities, and collusion with foreign or external forces to endanger national security. Uh, that's what the law read. That's what's illegal now. Uh, certain it's like penalties. The, it's it's the end of like the two system system essentially. It's right? pretty much because saying like, that Hong Kong can no longer criticize the Chinese government. Hong right, Kong they're is, now under rule of mainland China in terms of their speech and everything else. Exactly. Uh, certain penalties, guys, go all the way to life in prison, mostly, mm-hmm. and in certain cases, death. But what is? Life in communist China, if not life in prison. Guys, the law supersedes any and all local law uh, and includes a Well, cute- I bet it. Well, wait, back up. I bet it's a lot better than life in prison. That's for sure. This is tough. This is going to be tough. It's, I wonder how this is This is going to suck for like the people that, you know, have been very outspoken, the protesters. Um, it's going to be hard for them to transition quickly. And then what about the people that maybe do just try to keep quiet now? Are they going to go dig up their social medias? Their, right. Their is writing? it going to be canceled? Uh, is this, 100%, yeah, are they going to go, is China going to go backwards in time and say, oh, yeah. this guy talks shit two years ago. We're going to yeah. communism canceled. So yeah. almost, yeah. almost <laughs> overnight that sucks. A number of political parties disbanded uh, a number of shops. Well, pretty much all shops removed all anti Chinese government sentiment banners, uh, postcards, all this stuff that they were kind of selling during the Hong Kongers protest. And yes, People are going through their social media and deleting old posts for fear yeah, of prosecution. I, I recommend that. I highly recommend that. N- knowing Chinese government, they're, they're going to come for that ass. Yeah, the, the law includes a cute little provision as well that uh, allows the Secretary of Justice, whom I guess handles justice's schedule, to deny trial by jury to anyone he or she wants to. So pretty much if you fuck up, you fucked. Uh, in response, though, guys, the U.S. Senate passed the Toomey Hong Kong Autonomy Act, which uh, will impose mandatory sanctions on entities that violate China's obligation to Hong Kong uh, under the joint declaration. So that's the law that essentially allows Hong Kong to be independent. We also banned exporting defense exports to Hong Kong, and this is out of security concerns. So we're not sending them any military technology or any uh, software technology because we're afraid that now China's got their dirty little fingers inside of them. They'll uh, steal it from us. And we also canceled Hong Kong's preferential trade status. Oh, yeah. Because they're now part of China, um, like officially, not so much so that uh, this is how far it's gone. There's people being arrested on the street for just having free Hong Kong. Flags. Right. So yesterday, police made their first arrest of a man holding a banner uh, that dead. I'm sorry, red 
uh, Hong Kong independence. He's in jail now. Back to the NBA thing. I hope that a few of the players um, put something about Hong Kong on their jerseys. They won't. They won't be allowed to. I know. They won't. How much does should. China own of the NBA? Or is it just that they have such a huge well, market for they, the NBA? It's a big market for yeah. the NBA. Merch. Ever since, ever since Yao Ming. Yao, Yao Ming yeah. made a huge over. Can I write a check? It's Yeah, can I write a check? Um, uh, it sucks for Hong Kong. We knew this day was coming, uh, but it's sad for them. It's over for them. What's up with the chop? Uh... Boys, the chop had a good run, but as we alluded to earlier this week, the Chaz chop in Seattle uh, is finally done. It's, a, it's officially done. Now, Seattle's mayor, uh, Jenny Durkin. By the she, way, sorry to interrupt, but Hong Kong, way, way sadder than the chop uh, ending. Oh, well, yeah, that was an actual, like, yeah. real community. The, the, the chop hey, was, was hey, shouldn't, hey. Shouldn't, even, shouldn't even be in the same show that we're talking about the chop ending the same day that we're talking about Hong Kong. Ending, I refuse but, to, yeah. to for you to disparage the chop from being oh, Pat, an actual I'm a, community. Pat, no, no, Pat. Pat I'm just about to will. disparage the chop only in okay. this next five minutes. So well, I don't. That's uh, what I'm saying, but you, it's a community. Okay. No. Pat, Pat's a chop it, guy. You want to you hear how easy it was to disband the chop? Listen to this shit. Okay. So Seattle's mayor, Jenny Durkin, finally declared an emergency like early Wednesday morning to deputize the use of police force to clear out and reestablish the chop as part of Seattle, greater Seattle. Okay. So why did she do that now? She just now does it well, because the chop devolved into a lawless zone where criminal activity was thriving and it was very, very dangerous. People were getting shot left and right. It was terrible. Oh she my yelled, God. No she way. Yelled free hot water over here. Yeah. Uh, that's all I mean, it took. <laughs> right. Uh, no, no, no. Well, all it took, Mark, was 31 arrests for failing to disperse and some volunteers in orange jackets cleaning up the trash out of the chop like they were waiters kicking you out of a restaurant that had closed and <laughs> everybody fucking left. They played Closing Time. The, they I played love Closing Time by Third yeah. Eye Blind or, yeah. or the, the, Frank, the, chop, the Frank Sinatra song. The chop folded with restaurant treatment. They just hadn't done it. <laughs> They're, they're sweeping. It. They're sweeping around you. They're mopping yeah. around you. Seattle is a joke, dude. That's ridiculous. They all they had to do was restaurant treat them, and they would leave. And they didn't do it for like a fucking month. They turned on New York, New York, and muscle memory. They just walked out. <laughs> yeah. Do you need so, anything uh, else, or are yeah. you okay? Okay. Yeah. Here's your here's gonna, your bill. I'm gonna put the it's check right here. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Whenever. No rush. Right. Oh, so, God. so nothing changes. By the way, uh, Mayor Durkin. You know. She she finally took a stand, but the protesters obviously are still pissed. They're like, we're going to come back in a different area some other day. Please Mayor don't. Durkin. Thanks. Well, I mean, it's so silly. You all you had to do was do the restaurant, and everybody's gone. And then a- anyhow, but uh, we knew that we knew that like the the day that they decided to to end it, it was going to end. They were just letting <laughs> them have have their little fun yeah. for a while. Don't hate on it. It's cool that this experiment happened. It didn't work, and it was never gonna. But it's cool that it is happened. It, is I it think cool so. that it, it was dumb. It was dumb. Taking it back to the East Coast, New York City is making actual moves by slashing a billion dollars in New York uh, Police Department funding and replacing it with notably less than a billion dollars in other community programs in New York City, uh, putting education departments in charge of some things that cops used to be in charge of. And it basically seems like everybody is upset by this. City officials like AOC and others want deeper cuts to defund the police because they're legitimately wanting to defund them entirely. While the NYPD is obviously livid for having a billion taken away. And the only person who seems really happy is Mayor Bill de Blasio for getting to replace a billion police dollars with like 850 million other dollars, less than a billion 
basically saved money. Oh, he's going to blow it. He's going to blow yeah. that $850 million on some bullshit. <laughs> and so, mind you, this is being done in New York City while shootings are surging well above normal rates at the moment. So, interesting um, thing. I heard an interview with a police commissioner the other day, and uh, I think the, the big challenge of the debate that's happening with the defunding of the police is, is uh, you know, right, we get it. Like, what they want to do is, like, hire social workers and therapists to handle things uh that police shouldn't have to handle right but i think mm-hmm. most police are upset because they're generally at max capacity when they're on the job so they're sitting there saying like how are you going to take some of us away when we're already we're already overworked yeah like, oh tons yeah it's gonna lot. it's gonna remove uh uh people from the streets for sure uh uniformed officers and that brings me to my final point i finally watched waco on netflix it's a good one right great Good docuseries. Nobody, uh, when we were kids, would, was willing to talk about Waco, and now I understand why. It was so fucked up. Um, yeah, basically, the FBI. FBI uh, ATF. A- ATF mainly, but FBI after that really well, also fucked up. Yeah, the ATF up. was the Gi- first shooting of the door, but the fire, I'm talking Giant about. Giant fuck up. Giant yeah. fuck up that could have been totally avoided with a simple culture change at the federal law enforcement level in that situation. All they had to do was not defund anybody, but just listen to Michael Shannon instead of the other people and not blindly attack American civilians. So maybe people should shift their focus in law enforcement to putting Michael Shannon peoples in charge instead of the never ending debate about what the fuck you should regulate or fund or whatever. Maybe just get like level headed people that don't want to attack civilians in charge. Yeah. Did you watch the, uh, did you watch the dramatized version or the, or the doc? I don't know. The one on Netflix. The, the one with Michael Shannon. The one yeah, with yeah, Michael yeah. Shannon. Yeah, the so one with Riggs, Riggs from Friday Night You Lights, know what's interesting right? is they, they wanted to make Riggins. that in Texas. And the Texas mm-hmm. Texas has a film incentive. And they Texas would not give the film incentive because it portrayed Texas in a negative light. So they had to make yeah, it Yeah, I was going to say, because it didn't look like Waco, right? Yeah, it was so bullshit. They yeah, and they, they, they didn't let the work come here because it was like, oh, we don't like... It's not that hard to rebuild a farm in a barn, guys. Not well, that yeah, hard. but the grass looks so, like it would look different in Texas. I agree, Will. Different Whatever. grass. You guys, are, you guys are nuts. Okay. Why you it was a good, good, good show, though. I mean, I don't, I don't hate show. grass. I think the set looked fine. Um, hey, guys, this is Tuesday. <laughs> this Tuesday, a man in Santa Cruz, California, lost his mind, but amazingly not his life. Uh, it all started in the afternoon when police got reports that a lunatic was firing a gun in the air. Uh, and, and the man decided uh, it was in for a penny, in for a pound time when he took his act to the road by carjacking someone at gunpoint, the same gun he was firing into the air. Uh, but he didn't sit on their laps and have them uh, drive while he was on their laps like that other guy. He gave the, the person he stole the car from the courtesy of leaving them on the side of the road while he uh, took off. So huh. at least he did that, which was nice. Um, so but like a professional, a that's proper bro. carjacking, that's like real bro. carjacking, old school yeah. carjacking. Yeah. Um, the, the nut job then took speeds to over 100 miles per hour uh into the santa cruz city and neighborhoods because again he was turned up to 11 that day (laughs) and he was staying there at this point uh it got so dangerous that the cops just had to call off the chase completely because they're like this is way too dangerous to be following him for the community we have to just let him let him go dude that Uh, is so they just that's like next that is next level criminal shit like that is when you peak as a criminal when that when the cops have to back off your high-speed chase because you're too erratic like that's when you know yes you chose the right path and you were at the top of your game in your field well yeah i don't want to hear about someone that that you know i was i had a great high speed i I led them on a great high speed chase did they fucking back off yeah did they did they stop it's, it's it's like being knighted by the police yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, but it is. But you uh, you have to survive it for it to really be badass. No, well, well I mean, well, yeah, you go out I on mean, top. No, 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 no. Because if you just go out in the blaze of glory like that, you're literally just like flaming out. 
That's it. That well, was, look, yeah, but Will's on to something there. Okay. Will's on to something there, though. It was too dangerous for them, you know, so they called it off. But it was so dangerous, in fact, that the man Thelman Louised himself off a cliff at 100 miles per hour and into the Pacific Ocean. Fuck yes. And unlike, unlike Bodie at the end of Point Break, though, he survived the crashing waves, crawled up the cliff's edge to his immediate arrest, which I'm sure required a good deal of rest. Okay. He, Pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Right off the cliff at 100 miles an hour, there's video of like the GP stole like doing flips in the in the waves, and he got out of the car, <laughs> climbed up the rock cliff, and got arrested. And was like, "Fuck you!" And like, <laughs> yeah, that's not all he did. He also secured himself a fucking book deal because I want to. Yeah. I want to hear about this guy's life. That I is mean, pretty, awesome. Pretty what drove him there. I I have yeah, like a lot of like unpaid bills, angry girlfriends. I don't know. Like, uh, how old is he? Uh, it didn't it didn't give a lot of personal information about the man. <laughs> um, but I mean, if he can just harness this energy and steer it towards good, who knows what what he can do? You know, he's he's talented. All right, guys, uh, real quick, my old friends at Delta Airlines, they're at it again, guys. Uh, oh. Yeah, you may remember back in February when Delta's terribly engineered reclining seats destroyed my laptop by crushing oh. the screen. Uh, right when <laughs> who that fucking forget? asshole in seat 11a fully reclined while i was doing important work building campa- fake campaign ads for mark destroying my lifeline by no fault of my own whatsoever and also ruined mark's coronavirus czar campaign no it was yeah, yeah timely well, we were gonna go viral i was really proud and of the i would ads. argue and i would argue america because it hasn't gone so well for us with COVID, has it anyway yeah. they never did pay for my computer uh, so Delta announced, guys, it would be further distancing itself from the working man on Tuesday with a statement via their website indicating that they would, in fact, be bringing back alcohol service on their flights effective today. But those that where need alcohol, it, where did it where did it go? Well, if you, so if you guys are good people, unlike myself and haven't flown on an airplane in the last few months, yes. airlines enacted a policy of not offering food and beverage service in an attempt to limit the spread of covid. Right. But now. Right. So no one was. They give you a bag when you walk on with like a water and a pretzel and even in first class. But now could you bring your own. Could you bring your own drinks on like before? Like if you went to the store and got like a Sprite, were you allowed to drink? You bring your own food. Well, that's always technically been. Yeah, I think that's you you, you had to sneak that below the. No, you could bring it. You could bring in not alcoholic stuff. But always. I am am getting to that next step. Will. where yeah, I'm going to bring you a plain bottle. Of course. What are you going to bring? Just just a ginger ale. No, I'm going to bring the plain bottle to go with. Right. I'm going to pour the the vodka in the Sprite. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. Anyway, guys, back to the story. Uh, Delta's fucking the working man because they're bringing alcohol back, but not for those that need alcohol the most. The everyman stuck in the back middle seat surrounded by inconsiderate babies will not be eligible to turn up at 30,000 feet because the service, the alcohol service will only be available to first class and Delta Comfort Plus passengers. I'm not not flying until that changes. I agree. That's ridiculous. I'm not flying until coach until the the people on coach can get can get booze. That's ridiculous. I don't know. What do you, what don't you know, Mark? I agree. You stand in solidarity. It's like no, people I, that refuse to get marriage until gay mar- mar- until gay marriage was passed. It's, I'm I'm on that train. It's you exactly guys saying, like that. You guys are saying Delta needs to treat treat coach the same. I don't yeah. know about that. I think that maybe that this is just they're not capitalism. giving the drinks away. Will. Okay. How's well, yeah, that you still got. Wait, they're st- they're giving to get drinks away in first class. Yeah, but you, you got to pay yeah, that are. with your the ticket, premium. Delta you got to pl- pay Comfort the premium. Plus, Comfort Plus, they're you're, they're still to pay for the drinks. If, the guys in the back can't even buy them. Time out, time out. If they got the booze on board and they're, oh wait wait and wait, they're wait, opening wait. the bottles, you're telling me the they drinks. stop serving the drinks at row thirteen. Let me yeah. Yes. So let me lay down what a Delta yes. flight is for you guys. That's exactly what we're saying. Fuck! I thought it was just first class. First class, I'm okay with. No Comfort Plus too. 
That's main cabin. Ooh. That's main well, cabin to rotate. That's not that's not acceptable, man. You're gonna see these people getting their screwdrivers. Imagine while you're being a C fourteen. Yeah. Whoa. Fuck that. No. Not Guys, going, not flying. To further complicate things, these assholes aren't even offering liquor. Just beer and wine, but that's what a whole other. That's a whole well, other sack of still, potatoes. But still, the guy in front of you—if you're the first person in non-economy plus—and the guy in front of you is just like, sipping his ice cold beer, just like loving it. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. And we're I'm gonna, gonna be, I'm gonna oh. be, I'm gonna be on a viral video the first time I'm going flying, and that happens, right? <laughs> Guys, these bourgeoisie assholes—they made a statement saying we take pride in always listening to our customers, and we know beer and wine are the adult beverages our customers want. Yeah. In the fucking back of the plane, you idiots. This is bullshit. Yeah. More. yeah, you need them more. Yeah, I imagine pretty soon Delta's going to be seeing a lot less hunting rifles and a lot more golf clubs in their oversized baggage hold. To add insult to injury, guys, these enemies of the working class have the audacity to offer Miller Lite as one of their beer options. Come on. You know, that, like, imagine being the guy, the fat guy in 32E, and you look down the aisle and you see the one percenters in first class just sipping a cold Miller Lite with their pinkies up. Will they yeah, enjoy the New like, Yorker magazine? And then like having like a disgusted face <laughs> while they're doing their crossword oh, puzzle. Like, yeah, you're just in the back like Miller Lite. sober yeah. getting coughed on by an infant. It's, it's funny. Now, <laughs> that you bring up an interesting point, though, what they should do. And this might be fun for the people in the back is only offer natty ice. Yeah. To the to the first like twenty rows, it should be and Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> <laughs> that actually be and then, great. And then, and then if you have Edward Forty Hands and your hands are taped, it, it prevents the germs because you're not shaking anyone's hands. They should just immediately when you get in there, they should strap you up with two forties. Delta, mm. I'm just saying, guys, I'm not I'm not re-upping my my Sky Miles uh, club membership. Not doing it. I'm going to stay out of the lounge. And uh, once my silver status expires this year, I'm not trying for gold any longer. I'm moving on. Good call. The airlines have proven to be very tone deaf uh, during coronavirus they, uh, time and time again. And this is just another one of those examples. Do you know who's the you know who sits in economy class, guys? Essential workers. Me, you fucking me? assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Me as well. All of us. You guys are essential to me. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, but I would pay probably for the first class if that was the only place where you dude. I bought I think, I think three that's first class plan. tickets first time in my life when I traveled during COVID because I didn't want to be in the fucking back. No booze, no booze. This is I. I got screwed on three flights, no booze, bro. And like, it's amazing you've been on three first class flights with no booze. Like no you're booze. like the only person. You're like, why even there? Delta's <laughs> gonna become like uh, the opposite of Southwest, where it's only first class because of this. Like, er, like they just have to extend their first class to every seat because everyone's gonna pay to get the booze. Yeah, well, but you need the seat too. I don't, I'm not. I'm not paying for just the booze. I need the whole experience. Some elitist shit. Well, uh, let's check and see what's going on in your airline, Willie. I know that you're a United loyalist. I mean, like, I don't. I might come over. Oh no, 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 no. I I, I cut ties with them long ago. I'm well, now just. I'm now just whoever's the cheapest on that day. Freelance sounds like we need to start an airline. Free agent. Yeah. Mm, maybe so. Yeah, that's right. that's a great idea. Freedom. No lawsuits air. in that. No lawsuits in that when the plane goes down. Right. Not that's an easy business. Yeah, we'd start yeah, with um, old planes, Mark, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> Let's move it on to a guy who does not need to worry about uh what airline he's gonna fly because he has a lot of his own private jets, and that's Kim Jong un. Mm. And you knew it wasn't gonna be long uh after he got out of the first pleasure cruise he was on, hiding out from the coronavirus, uh, that the North Korean dictator was gonna have to make a little bit of noise. To remind the world he's still there. He's not dead from the coronavirus. He's just on a pleasure cruise, and he's done it. Are you sure yeah. that they have jets in North Korea yet? I, we, we need to fact check that, but. He's got to have at least one plane. He has I mean, them. I don't. Yeah, he's got. 
Matt would blow some minds for the North Koreans if they saw a you know a metal bird overhead. There's He's got no at least one. For it. He's got at least one Pan Am like uh, plane that he bought uh, in, in an auction somewhere. But earlier this month, Kim Jong Un exploded a liaison office in Kaesong, just north of the border with South Korea, in response to a barrage of pamphlets that uh, groups from South Korea were literally raining down on North Korea. So there's a propaganda technique that the two Koreas have been using against each other since the Korean War, which is to float over pamphlets, balloons, like, that have pamphlets in them, and then they just drop all over the other country. So, like, that was, North- uh, that was like, what they did for the, in, in uh, Cuba, the uh, people in Miami, the anti-Fidel Castro people, they would fly over and drop pamphlets. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so they've been propagandizing each other like this across the border for a long time. But what was so bad about this particular propaganda that has Kim Jong-un upset and making making noise? Well, uh, it was Photoshopped nudes of his wife. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. no. So, so, yeah. oh, That's diabolical. Shit. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, really bad. So understandably, that's, that's, actually. That's high school <laughs> level shit. That's awesome. Oh, my right. God. You're going to get a reaction out of that. Yeah. Yeah, you will. So in response, uh, he blew up his own building, like I was saying. The, <laughs> oh, man. The, 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 the building that was supposed to be like a sign of friendship with South Korea. He just exploded it. He blew it. up the friendship building. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then he sent more of his troops to the border and announced that he'd be picking back up his military exercises in anticipation of some sort of conflict with his southern neighbor. Very Holy soon. shit. Guys, why, this did someone, is, why did they do that? You know what this <laughs> is, right? Kim, no, Jong, just, Kim Jong-un didn't give a shit about the pamphlets. He's just been on that goddamn pleasure cruise and he needed to have a grand gesture to show his wife he was still engaged. This, this was a relationship-saving uh, gesture. Uh, you think he's, he's like, been coming uh, down forever. I just is. love you so much and I get, the, I get so mad. And I'm just going to makes- blow that building up. That makes total sense. He blew up the friendship building for her because he's so mad. For they sure. disrespected her. That makes sense. I agree with that, Pat. And also, that's why I was saying, like, he's it's a combo, right? He's upset, obviously. He doesn't want uh, Photoshop nudes of his wife running around. Uh, but he also needs to make a statement, right? Like, well, yeah, do you think it was a, well, Pat, mm-hmm. do you think it was an inside job? Do you think it was like a, a fake float over the, the zone and it was just like a, a, a North Korean that did it? At I would have to request? look at the quality of the Photoshopping to really tell. Has... But. Has South Korea uh, said anything about it? No, 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 no. I haven't seen anything. The Russian ambassador, I think, is the guy who said that the photoshopping was of low quality. But I oh. don't quote. Don't I, mm. I, I didn't get that conspiracy. In, we need to look it up. Uh, but part of me wonders if this could all just be solved by like getting Kim Jong Un like the Stouffer's mac and cheese tap that they're making. Ooh. Get him an early model of that, or like maybe just send over pamphlets of him with his head on Mandingo's body. Something oh, like yeah. That. Like, uh, yeah, you'd go for either of those. Um, a second piranha take something. Uh, taking it to the Internet. Famine on Mars says a king defending his honor, uh, which I mean, like nudes of your wife. Like that's yeah, I get he's a dictator, but I mean, you got to kind of understand that a little bit to be. Oh, upset. absolutely. Nudes of your wife is is, a, is that's a fight. Guys, that's fighting words. imagine. OK, so. so the North Korean dictator did this after a shitty collage job of his wife. Imagine a deep fake of his wife. He's going to go like nuclear. a real. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You don't want. Yeah. You don't want his finger near the button on that day. And then Abe Beam, he says tit for tat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, even with all that, Kim Jong-un hasn't been spotted in public in weeks. So he just made 
made this ruckus blow up the building and then went back underground. Rumors of his death are swirling again, despite him definitely just being on another pleasure cruise. So uh, oh, don't man. D- don't get if, too excited. If this wasn't, um, if this wasn't like a, a inside job. I, I would just love to see footage of him when he found out about it. Cause... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro. It got me thinking, you know what might be a more cutting? He was angry. Than, than like huh. uh, your wife banging someone else's, uh, you banging your wife, but uh, making the dick smaller and having her not being satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Leaking footage of you not satisfying oh, your wife. Oh, like, like creating a, a fake one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would that's coming up. They can make bad porns of you like a fake bad yeah, they faked my dick what is this? my dick is so much bigger than this <laughs> sure kim jong-un sure also mark i know i know what you're saying like kim of all people he would have an all-time shocked face that's what like, i'm saying like he, he, he might he might just poop, he might just poop his pants right there because he knows right. that like after the embarrassment of pooping his pants in front of people, his reaction is going to be so intense yeah. that no one's going to talk shit about him pooping his pants. <laughs> I bet he grew an inch. I bet it shook him out of his growth spurt. Being it was oh. it was probably intense for him. He might have he might have like lost some teeth. They might have popped out of his face. He definitely oh, he definitely shot a, a staff member. That's that's a guarantee. Yeah, exactly. He definitely <laughs> shot the first person that walked in front of him. <laughs> yeah, his eyes just get like so wide, and his head turns just like bright red. Like you can't deliver that news. You can't be the yeah. person delivering that news. I was calling sick but, that day. Yeah. <laughs> They need to get like a, China needs to bug his little room there and then release the footage of, of his best reactions because I bet they are. Gorgeous. Yeah, that's the type. That's, of, that's the type of news you send in your office enemy to deliver. That's no, a viral video. Jerry, yeah. Jerry said he wanted to hear from you. People keep like trying to shove it under his door so he discovers it himself. <laughs> no one can actually tell him that, you know. <laughs> oh, we, 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 I, think, right. I think the only safe way is if we have Rodman do this. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's they, they should. I mean, they need to just like get Robin on payroll so he's over there all the time, just so he can do everything that's going to upset down. Kim Jong Un. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it seems to be the only. He's like the whisper, the KJU whisper. He's like it's it's probably deep fake. Don't worry. <laughs> I know, I know. I've seen your I've seen your dick. It's bigger than that. It's okay. It's probably a deep fake. <laughs> all right, and that's gonna do it for Hard Factor today. Thank you, as always, for listening. We've got another show for you tomorrow celebrating the 4th of July uh, because unlike other podcasts who might quit on you, like a bunch of communist Nazis bunch when of the Deltas. going gets tough. Yeah, yeah, when you need them the most on 4th mm. of July week. Yeah, when you really got to have that, that entertainment on your holiday week. Well, we here at Hard Factor take our daily entertainment seriously and getting you the content you need even on a holiday week. So that's why we got another great show for you tomorrow, celebrating the importance of the 4th of July. And speaking of that, please drop us a five-star review on iTunes. Support the boys with the Hard Factor merch buy at the Barstool store. Follow us on social at Hard Factor Mark, at Hard Factor Pat, at Hard Factor Will, and at Hard Factor Wes. And most importantly, have a great fucking Thursday. <laughs>